Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. If you like Mount Rushmore shows and stupid poll questions, you've chosen the wrong sports radio show. Expect more. Live from Atlanta, it's the John Kincaid Show on CBS Sports Radio. Yes, you should be expecting more. That's what this show has demanded for a long time. We try to be a little different. Try not to do what everybody else is going to do. We didn't do the favorite Thanksgiving sides show last Sunday. And we won't be doing what's your favorite Christmas song show. We just don't do those. We... We get into some discussions, though. Sometimes they go a little off the rails, and sometimes we have fun. 855-212-4CBS is our toll-free number, sponsored by our friends at GEICO. So whether you rent or whether you own, GEICO makes it easy to bundle home and car insurance. Because having a home is hard work. Why don't you get a quote at GEICO.com? That, in and of itself, is easy. We appreciate you getting on board. A lot of people riled up about the, the girl dad thing. Getting a lot of feedback about that. What do you, Anthony, you're not a dad. No, I'm not. But when, but when you say that you know or maybe of. maybe I am. I don't know. That you know of. Yeah, think about when it. When you, yeah. uh, look, it's probably only one thing you have to remember. <laughs> <laughs> There's probably only, probably only one girl you have to track down. She's still in therapy, probably. Um, so <laughs> check in with her and make sure uh, little Tony isn't going to church this morning. So... But but when you see my take on this, when you see guys with girl dad and uh, it's so annoying but and it, bragging they, about they're just not that it's everything now. Everybody needs to hashtag. put it out there on social media to look what I'm show, doing. Yeah, it's just so annoying. Look what I'm doing. I'm a I'm a girl dad. I support my daughter. Really? And if Did you that? don't do it, then like everyone like looks down on you. They shame you. And yeah, you you don't do a girl dad. You're not a girl dad. It's like the AIDS ribbon. On the Seinfeld episode with with Kramer, when he did the AIDS walk, but he wouldn't wear the AIDS ribbon. And they were like, you won't wear the ribbon? Why will you not wear the ribbon? You have to wear the ribbon. And everybody was giving him grief. Look, it's a, and I understand, well, Kobe did it. So don't criticize Kobe. Look, Kobe did it, and that's great. But when Bill from Chicago and Joe from Tennessee and Sam from L.A., I mean, Telling your daughter that she can be anything she wants to be in the world. If this is news to you, if this is something that like is like the humble brag, my daughter knows she can be anything. What were you doing before this? Could you explain it to me? 
Were you telling your daughter, honey, you're going to stay home barefoot and pregnant, and you're going to make some man a great wife? No. It's 20. It's, I know it's 2020 because this has been the year from hell, right? If that's if, if being girl dad, if it took Vanderbilt having a female kicker for this entire just self-congratulatory pats on the back and blah, 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 blah. Girl dad. Girl dad. I had no choice. My wife got pregnant. We had a girl. I'm so, so glad that I get to be my daughter's father. That I get to be dad to Olivia. I'm so glad about that. But is it any kind of like news flash? Girl dad. Is it a news flash? This that is you're... 2020. Yes. Welcome to 2020. Is it a news flash to you that your daughter can be anything she wants to be? And did you just start delivering this message? And more importantly, how pathetic would it be if it took Vanderbilt doing really stunt casting, having a female kicker in a game? And congratulations to Sarah Fuller. That's awesome. It's great to see. If that was a lifelong dream or if that was an ambition and it was carried out, that's awesome. Fantastic. But give me a break. Like it's... I. I I collected a bunch of tweets, which is my mistake, and I realized that, of people yesterday. I'm going to show this to my daughter. On a, I'm reading one here. I shouldn't do the mocking, mocking voice. I should be mature. I'm going to show this video to my daughter over and over again in the coming years so she realizes she can be anything she wants to be in the world. Really, buddy? By the way, that is a Blue Check Media member. Got another one here. Until today, until today, we didn't have tangible proof and things we could show our children, our daughters, that any dream they have is attainable. Really? So until November 28th, when Vanderbilt played Missouri, you had no tangible proof? Really? You hadn't seen female Supreme Court justices? You hadn't seen what happened a few weeks ago when Kamala Harris is the vice president-elect? It took Vanderbilt having a female kicker for you to have this, oh, my mind is blown. I can tell my daughter she can do anything. My gosh, it's just hyperbole is fine. It's fine. If that's the world you want to live in, it's fine. But, but excuse me if I'm going to mock it. Excuse me if I'm going to mock it. If that's the event that took to, until today, we had no tangible proof. I will do the mocking voice. We had no tangible proof to show our daughters that any dream they had was attainable. Oh, be quiet. Be quiet. Some of the top surgeons in the world. Some of the top CEOs in the world. I mean, my gosh, Oprah Winfrey blazed a trail for not only not only women, but minority women to realize they were they could be powerhouses in the media. My gosh, 
It took a Vanderbilt stunt casting kicker for you to have this, wow, and let's tweet about it all day long. My gosh, give me a break. This is 2020. Seriously, if that's what it took, that's what it took. I'm going to tell you, you're a terrible parent. You're horrible. Yeah, until yeah, I was telling my daughter, yeah, you're going to make a great wife someday for some lucky guy. What were you doing before this? My gosh, just accept an event for what it is. It was a great moment for Sarah Fuller. Very nice to see. It's exciting. It was fun. But if you're putting some grand gesture on this thing, of analysis, I'm telling you, you're overstepping. And you can have another opinion at 855-212-4CBS. James Palmer from the NFL Network reports that uh, Joe Ellis, John Elway, and Vic Fangio were adamantly pushing to have today's game moved to tomorrow because the team would have no available quarterback per a source. Because Drew Locke, Brett Rippon, and Blake Bortles all tested negative since they were considered close contacts on Wednesday and they would be able to play if it was tomorrow. But people are saying, who do they think they are, the Ravens? There's a huge difference here. The Broncos were stupid enough to have all their quarterbacks in close proximity without masks on. Completely ignoring the protocols. Stop burying the story when people are trying to excuse make for the Denver Broncos. Stop burying the story. It's ridiculous. They had all their quarterbacks together, which, by the way, not every other team is doing. By the way, not even every other college team is doing that. They're smart enough to separate up their quarterback room. So they have all the quarterbacks together, and they're not wearing masks. So they blatantly ignored the protocol, by the way, that everybody agreed to follow within the NFL. So don't, don't spin some tale that the Broncos are being screwed over here. It's ridiculous. How about the Broncos act like adults and conduct their business like adults? That would certainly help. Mark in Tennessee joins us. I'm a little fired up this morning. Mark, how are you this morning, buddy? Hey, how's it going? I'm doing all right, man. What's going on? Hey, not much. I was just going to comment on your girl dad thing, and uh, I think you're totally right. If you're not already telling your girls they can be whatever you, they want without watching uh, college football, you're an idiot. I mean, seriously. It's like all these – and guess what? You all, you all you have to do is peruse sports media talking about the Vanderbilt kicker Sarah Fuller. Go look at just sports media members talking about it like, this is a grand moment. This is for girls everywhere to realize they can be anything they want. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Well, that's seriously. Just media latching on to the hottest topic they can that way they can get some views. Could be. Could very well be. I think you've cracked the code. Thank you, buddy. 855-212-4CBS. If you want to jump in with us, 855-212-4CBS. I'm coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. You know, when you want the ability to adjust your loan options in real time, our friends at Rocket Mortgage can help you. They will be there to make sure that you have the opportunity to do just that. And there's some good uh, mortgage rates out there right now. You might want to check that out. So the Broncos are playing without a quarterback today because of their own doing. This isn't this is a blatant disregard for the protocols. And now you got all these people saying, the NFL, yeah, they're not doing what they did for the Patriots. What did they do for the Patriots? They made the Patriots, I believe, fly in the morning of the game. Say so to fly in, they already had that disadvantage. Had to fly in. They didn't have their quarterback. I mean, it's just it's so ridiculous 
that people are like, well, no, well, uh, 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 well, we're not going to hold the Ra- the Ravens, uh, you know, they're not, uh, but the Broncos, they shouldn't be held accountable. No, they should. They should hold them accountable. And people are like, well, the Broncos should just forfeit. They should forfeit the game. Oh, yeah. Ignore the protocols. I completely disregard it. And by the way, the threat that they were to potentially vulnerable people, by the way, because coaching staffs tend to have older members on it. Most coaching staffs have guys over 60 on them. 65. So when you blatantly disregard what everybody agrees to do, whether you agree with the protocols or not, whether you agree with masks or not, whether you think it's important or not, once you make an agreement, follow through on it. Just follow through. Joe Theismann will discuss it with us coming up around 20 minutes past the hour. Love talking football with Joe. There are a lot of NFL teams right now trying to jockey to be first. Not the first you're thinking of. I think the Chiefs are going to pretty much find a way to get to be first, potentially, but the Steelers are going to have something to say about that. But NFL teams want to jockey towards being available first. Houston Texans made the move on Bill O'Brien. The Detroit Lions made the move on Matt Patricia. So now we've got two vacancies that we know of. They wanted to be first. They wanted to hit the market first. Their job to be out there first. I can't tell you what's the more attractive possibility right now. Yes, I've heard from every Houston Texan faithful in the last couple of days. Well, Deshaun Watson's the most attractive outlet. That's the reason. The De- Deshaun Watson. You got a Deshaun Watson? Okay. Deshaun Watson is spectacular. He's absolutely awesome. Okay, we agree on that. Let's move on to the next talking point. That your draft capital has been severely depleted because of stupid decisions that you made. So the next guy coming in to run your franchise or to coach your team is going to be hampered by having hands tied behind their back by bad draft decisions, by giving away draft capital. Then, bad salary cap situation too. We got to make moves with the salary cap. There are going to be more attractive jobs. And yes, it will be if they're drafting one and two. If the Jets and the Jags are one and two, the Jets and the Jags will potentially be more attractive jobs. Buku cap space, tons of draft picks, and the chance to have Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields running your franchise. Because yes, you may love what you've gotten to Sean Watson, but everything else that's going on around you is going to hamper you for a few years. You don't get three and four years in the NFL anymore. By year two, you better have the arrows pointed in the right direction. And Jacksonville and the Jets would still be more attractive potential venues. Nathan in Virginia joins us. Nathan, you're on the John Kincaid Show, CBS Sports Radio. How are you? I'm good, sir. Thank you. I What's just want to say, uh, I think this, uh, the, the current COVID-19 outbreak issues at NFL is such a, a very, uh, quote-unquote, NFL-ish things that happen to them, meaning uh, it's historically how NFL handles things and that they don't handle it quite appropriately or as maybe as strictly as they should um, in the beginning, and then something like this happens later. Let me explain. So yes. when the Titans had their issues earlier in the season, like a second week or third week, they said, okay, well, it's early on. We got some time. We'll move games around. If they had laid down the hammer then 
with, I mean, I know we're not going to get into the whole four phase. Wait, 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 no, 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 it's not the same. The Broncos disregarded protocol. No, I know, I know, but they laid the hammer down early. No, I know, but the NFL laid the hammer down early because Titans disregarded protocol, too. It's the NFL said you disregard protocol, you're losing draft picks. That could have worked. You're right. Yeah, you're you're right. They could have they could have absolutely laid a, a harder message out. Thank you for your call. We could have de- they could have definitely done that. You're absolutely correct. My buddy Derek Thomas sends me not not Derek Thomas, the guy who should be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, God rest his soul. Uh, Derek Thomas goes, John, Dan Quinn, yes, Atlanta, Detroit thing. As I sit in Atlanta. Can you tell Anthony I've had off for a little while? Uh, so now, three job openings. Let me tell you this one. The Falcons job opening. Horrible salary cap situation. Horrible. With an aging roster. Where you can't just say, I want a new quarterback, I want a new wide receiver. You, you, they renegotiated Julio Jones' contract twice as an aging wide receiver. And yes, he's an aging wide receiver. And by the way, Julio Jones practices when he wants to. He practices when he wants to. It's a, it's a country club. Julio, you practicing today? I'm good. I'll show up for the game. By the way, he's spectacular in games. They could use some more touchdowns over his career. I guarantee you that. But if you're talking about job openings that are like, like Eric Bieniemy, where do you want to be, Eric? Where do you want to be? What franchise do you want to be with? Do you want to be with the – are you taking the – Oh, well, you have to you have to take the older wide receiver, older quarterback. Or you have to take Deshaun Watson, but the entire situation around him has to be cleaned up for a couple years. Or would you want Trevor Lawrence, a buku amount of draft picks and cap space? Only the homer for their favorite team would tell you that's what you choose. Joe Theismann. I think he knows a little bit about the NFL and the quarterback position. And I'll ask him about what he thinks about, can a team survive without a quarterback trying to win in the NFL? We'll get to it next. It's the J.K. Show, CBS Sports Radio. This is the John Kincaid Show. NFL Sunday always starts here. This is the John Kincaid Show on CBS Sports Radio. I would be fascinated to just have you there. You know, there are reality shows on TV. They get the real housewives of, I don't know, Broomall, my hometown. I don't think they have one yet. But uh, today, we will see an NFL team have a practice squad wide receiver be their quarterback. Now, has some experience, I guess, Back in the day, playing the quarterback position. I'd love to see him in a room right now with Joe Theismann. Open mic. Joe Theismann, who joins us now on the John Kincaid Show, has a chance to talk to Kendall Hinton. And I want to hear the advice that you'd have for a young man who's never been a quarterback at this level, stepping into an NFL game. How crazy is this, Joe? Uh, John, it's, um, I think it's the greatest nightmare of any coaches as we prepare for this season with the pandemic. By the way, Hello to you. I hope everyone is staying safe out there. And this too will pass this craziness, we hope. Sure. But I would sit down I would sit down and say, look, don't try and do anything exceptional, exciting. Do what we ask you to do. I anticipate them shuttling players in and out to help him out as far as play calling goes. 
evidently he played the position, so it's not unfamiliar. I mean, there's a lot of guys that play at college level that have never played professional football. We see that in rookies all the time. But this one's a little bit more of an exception simply because the kids never practiced it before. Um, I, I'm sort of curious to see what the offense will look like. I think nobody really knows. But I would tell him, don't try and get cute. Don't try and do anything outside. If, if, if you get pressure, we can live with second and ten. Don't try and make plays. Just do the things I ask you to do and then go play. That's all, that's all I'm going to ask you to do. No miracles, no exceptional things. You just go do what we believe you can do and get the ball out of your hands when we ask, it to, ask you to do it. That's what I tell them. Joe, on this show, the, as soon as Ron Rivera got hired by the Washington football team, I said, uh-oh, as an Eagles fan, I, uh, I, I said, uh-oh, the Redskins, <laughs> the Redskins have an adult in charge. There's an adult in the room. And there's a guy who I know can unify a locker room, can touch all parts of an organization and make it a little bit better and make it run professionally. Are, do you believe that your beloved Washington football team has turned the corner with Ron Rivera? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, look at just just look at the personal battle that Ron has gone through fighting Amazing. cancer. I mean, this weekend, and uh, I watched him on the sidelines this weekend. This is the first time that I've really seen the energy back. Um, all indications are that uh, he's doing better. He's getting stronger. He feels better. And you could see it this weekend. And he took the mask down. He didn't look like someone that was just standing there trying to get through something. And I'm so excited for him in that regard. But, yeah, I think he's done an unbelievable job with this young football team. You forget how young this team is. All new running backs. Basically, Alex back after two years. One tight end, which is the National Football League thing right now, is to have multiple tight ends. Uh, One wide receiver. A defense that's very young. I think Jack Del Rio's done an incredible job on his side of the ball. But, yeah, Ron is just – he sets a – you know what he does? He sets a mindset for guys. They're young, and, and now's the chance he gets to mold this football team into a team that, that has to count on one another. This past game, this weekend against the, the Dallas Cowboys, the biggest play in the game was a defensive play by a wide receiver, Terry McLaurin, making the tackle on, on Smith after he intercepted the pass on the two-yard line. They wound up with a field goal. They score there, a touchdown, changes the game. So it's about hustle. It's about taking care of one another. And uh, I think these guys are playing exceptionally hard for Ron. I think they understand what he's gone through, but yet he shows up every day and and fights through everything, and that's what they need to do. Joe Theismann joining us, John Kincaid Show, CBS Sports Radio. i got to tell you, Joe, that um, I'm beginning to think that my Eagles made the deal with the devil to win Super Bowl 52 because the wheels are completely falling off. And it's like everything is just gone, is going haywire now after one of their greatest moments. I thought Doug Peterson was bold, innovative, and more importantly, a tactician that could get the most out of an offensive team. And right now, I think they're one of the worst offensive teams in football. What's going on with Wentz and the Eagles offense when you eyeball that team? I don't, you know what? I, I think Carson holds the ball too long. I think that's one of the things I've noticed is you, you look at some of the sacks, you look at some of the miscues. I think they're snake bit to a degree, to be honest with you. There's some things happening in this football team. They're dealing with injury, uh, but everybody's dealing with injury. You're dealing with loss of player. Everybody's dealing with loss of players. I don't think they have the skilled players outside. They've been struggling with the wide receiver position for a while now. Um, they won, they, 
you know, they were, they were at the top. They had things fall their way to win a Super Bowl, and you have to have that. Even, even, even the New England Patriots, I've studied the six championships they've won. Four of them have been decided by kicks. And then yes. one great catch, which one great catch by Wes Welker, and one miscue by Seattle. Now, I think Tom Brady is the, the greatest quarterback that's ever played the game because he's done it with so many different people. But the fact of the matter is there are circumstances beyond his control that allowed him to be able to be a six-time world champion. And it's part of the team. And I, I think what, what Philadelphia is lacking right now is any semblance of what might be called a team because they just can't keep the people doing the things that they need to do. The biggest, the biggest challenge is Carson. I think that's going to be the biggest challenge going forward. What are the Philadelphia Eagles going to do? You know, Joe, what, we, yeah. we talk about a lot of teams needing quarterbacks. I mean, you've got to start scratching your heads. Is Philadelphia one of them? Well, uh, and Jalen Hurts is going to get to play, it appears, tomorrow night. Uh, they're going to put him in there and, le- and let him play some against Seattle. Good luck with that. So we'll see. But when yeah. I am, uh, Joe, I, l- I look at last year's Kansas City Chiefs, to your point about the New England Patriots, everybody forgets that if New England doesn't get upset by Miami late in the year, Kansas City is the three seed, not the two seed, and they don't have the bye week. They only get one home game and then two road games. It would have been a completely yeah. different path to potentially win that first Super Bowl. And it's but here's the Mahomes. other thing for well here's the thing for Patrick Mahomes too, they were behind in every one of those games in the playoffs by double digits right I, I mean yeah. yes it, by double digits they came back and and that's that's a credit to Andy it's a credit to the football team it's a credit to Patrick because it was really on his shoulders that they continued to do things so I mean each week it's so crazy I mean you know are the Jets going to get their first win now that Sam's back against Miami but now all of a sudden you got Fitz back in there. And, and Fitz was doing really well until they yanked him to get two on the field. Uh, I mean, in this year, you know, <laughs> I guess it's crazy. the crazy thing is, yeah, in this year, is anything going to surprise us that's happening? Now we have the ultimate uh, a team with no quarterback. But this is the greatest fear of a coach is that all of your quarterbacks go down. Everybody Joe, else, everybody's gone. Joe, if I made you an owner of a franchise and you were having one of those struggling seasons, you were having one of those crazy years during 2020 where the wheels appear to have fallen off, but your coach had had success in the past. Are you willing to just wipe the slate clean, no matter how bad it was and say 2020 was crazy. 2021 will be better. Absolutely. Unless, you know, I mean, I understand what the Detroit lions did. I mean, that that football team uh, was, was struggling. I think you have to really sit down at the end of the year and, and not just, but you can't wipe the slate. You have to look at what's written on the slate and you have to say, who do we have? Who did we play with? Who did we play? Were the players ready to play? Did they play hard? I think that's one of the most important things is look at this football, look at your football team and say, how hard did the players play for this particular individual? What did my offensive coordinator come up with? What did my defensive coordinator come up with? I, I think these are all there's, – there's so many – the list is so long, John, to figure out, okay, what do I need to analyze to make a decision on the future of my, of my football team, of my coaching staff? Uh, you need to look around at players. There's lots of teams out there that are going to need quarterbacks. And once again, there aren't a quality of them coming out. I will say this. I think the best quarterback that I've seen throw the football around is Zach Wilson out at BYU. I really, really, really like this young man. I like his athleticism. I like the way he throws the football. I like everything about him. I like he throws the ball down the field. He has touch. He's got everything. 
And uh, it's amazing to me, you know, nobody's talking about him for the Heisman, but I, I certainly would look at him as the best college quarterback right now. All right, quickly here, Joe, you had success in your era, and, and you, you're, you're champion in your own right. But let me ask you, do you ever think that maybe you came along 20 years too early? <laughs> like, can you imagine in some of the offenses of today, in college and pro, what you would have been able to do with your skill set? You, would, I you, mean, know, you really- and Fran Tarkenton. I mean, in Fran, and you had a great career too. I'm sure Fran's listening this morning in Atlanta. I mean, is it is that? I mean, you guys, you, you were born too early. You were groundbreaking. Well, economically, I guess you could say so. <laughs> I mean, I, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind owning a piece of a baseball team. Uh, right, and, there you and go. Exactly. Hey, good good for everybody. I, I hope everybody gets every penny they they work for. Every penny that somebody wants to give them, I think it's great. I I love the fact that the kids are getting it. But yeah. I, I never had a. T- I worked at a shotgun once in my life. Oh my gosh! Uh, against the Chicago Bears, Joe Gibbs didn't want to do it. Real quick, I, I got to tell you. So this yes. is what happens. We get we get 1984. We lose to Chicago. I'm in the shotgun. I absolutely love it because I got beat up the previous three games. So we changed the philosophy. Then all of a sudden we go down for the opening game of the '85 season, our first preseason game, LA Coliseum. We're playing the Los Angeles Rams. First third down, my center, Jeff Bostick, snaps the ball over my head. So I come to the sidelines. Joe says, no more shotgun. Coach, and and Joe used to go, "Uh -uh, no, no more shotgun. I said, Joe, he goes, Joe, I don't want to hear it. No more shotgun. So that was the the only, it was a one game and one play I was in the gun. But I think with our size and our athletic abilities, because we had to run around anyway, you're right. I think Francis would have enjoyed it. Uh, I certainly would have. Yes. Now, Joe Montana on the other side, Joe didn't want to work out of it. No, he didn't want to, right? Gun. Yeah, Let, Joe wanted to stay Bostic in the Let's blame Bostic then. Let's blame Bostic then. Let's just blame I, well, him. You know, I tell, Jeff, he, I tell Jeff, I'm sure the ball was sweating or something. <laughs> there it was. You know, I just, it, <laughs> anyway, but it ended, my, it ended my shotgun career. But, yeah, I'd love to play in this particular day yes. where you can't, you can't hit quarterbacks and you can't hit wide receivers. It um, is all, it's, it's amazing. It's always a pleasure, Joe. Thanks for your time. I appreciate it. John, great catching up with you. Take care, everybody. Please stay safe. He really wants to hear from you, even if he doesn't always act like it. Call the John Kincaid Show now at 855-212-4CBS. want to get to as many of you as possible that we can here, and I'll give you my uh, three picks for the day, but... Unlike most other shows, we do not do pick segments that last much more than 45 seconds, so I'll have that for you coming up. Cody in Idaho jumps in on the John Kincaid Show, CBS Sports Radio. How are you, Cody? I'm doing great. What's going on, man? Uh, well, I just want to say that I, I'm a girl dad, new. Uh, my daughter turns two on Monday. Congratulations. I would, yeah, I'd never tell her that she could not be anything that she wanted to be. So the Vanderbilt kicker bad. didn't. You didn't need the Vanderbilt kicker to have you tell your daughter she can be whatever she wants to be in the world. No. Very no. good. I'm glad. And and to be honest, if someone told my daughter later down the road when she's decides what she wants to be, that she couldn't be a football player, I'd be like, you have no right to tell her that she can't be a yes. football player if she wants. It's she a- can try and she can get denied. But if she really wants to be, she'll keep trying until she gets accepted. There you go. Thanks, Cody. Appreciate it, buddy. Hyperbole is uh, running rampant on social media with this thing. It's unbelievable. Mitch in New Jersey joins us. Mitch, what's going on? Good morning, John. Happy holiday. Sorry, thank you, Mitch. Hope everything's good. Uh, first of all, we're in the Denver Broncos. I mean, can't, can't teams pick off 
you know, quarterbacks in the practice squad. I think they need two. I know Royce Freeman, uh, you know, he's a good running back, I believe, at Oregon. But what I call is, I like Georgia now. I mean, do you think they can get into the Final Four? J.D. Daniels is looking no. good. No, no, not after already losing twice to the two best teams they played. No, thank you. Thanks, Mitch. No, no. You played two good teams. You lost to the two good teams you played. And you didn't look good in either one. Larry in Naples, Florida joins us. Larry, what's it like in Naples this morning? It's another beautiful day. We have had a stretch of weather for the last couple of weeks. It's been spectacular. Uh, oh, you're breaking, you're breaking up on me, Larry. I, <sighs> breaking up on me with that great weather. Drive me okay. crazy. What's up, man? I just, want, I just wanted to follow up with your conversation on, well, you started the conversation on Thursday about baseball's Armageddon. And I agree with you a thousand percent. And one of the guys who's really behind it is the owner in Kansas City who just spent a billion dollars on the team. He says we can pay our quarterback here in Kansas City forty million. Pittsburgh can pay eighty seven the Penguins. Roethlisberger can stay his whole career with the Pirates. I mean with the uh, Steelers, but yet the Pirates can't keep Barry Bonds. And he goes, what? He says, if I'm spending a billion dollars, you can't tell me that I can't compete game in, game out, year in, year out. Um, and compete. It's coming. Look, December 1st, without this, um... December 1st, 2021. Thanks, Larry. December 1st, 2021, Armageddon hits Major League Baseball. The owners will lock out the players, and we will not see Major League Baseball again until a salary cap is imposed. That's my best guess. And guess what? It will be the best thing for the sport, and they will move into the 21st century and be like everybody else. They will allow teams to have a competitive product on an even playing field. Mike in Reading, Pennsylvania joins us. Mike, you're on the John Kincaid Show. Good morning. Hi, John. How are you? I'm doing well, buddy. What's going on this morning? Hey, I'm a first-time caller. I love your show. I listen to you every Sunday. Um, Thank you, buddy. I, I appreciate that. Say, uh, give a little love to a young lady that played kicker in Colorado in the late 90s. Her name was Katie Nida, and she okay. actually scored points with the NCAA. That's good. Katie Nida. So there you go. So People it's got a little bit about of her. I was there and I got to watch her with my own two eyes. Now, so Mike, you know, Mike, when you're hearing the people talk about this this morning, you know, because it's been interesting. People really reacted this morning to this is that uh, did it take a female kicker for for fathers or guys to say now I can show like people are saying now I can show my daughter that she can do anything. Now, Kamala Harris being named the vice president uh, in waiting and you know it's a, in another month or so that didn't do it for them but a k- female kicker at Vanderbilt really pushed them over the edge it yeah amazing. it's crazy i think uh, we should have have more women in office and uh, yeah, I, I mean, wish I had a daughter i have a son that just turned 18 and is in college so i always wanted where's to go, go but... where's he going to school he's going to Susquehanna how was the uh, the whole senior year process cuz i'll do that next year is that a good um, it's really it's really Weird. Uh, well, he just started. This is his first year. Okay, good. But, well, that's good. They went and, uh, that's a shame. They got really messed up. Thanks, Mike. Appreciate it. Say hello to everybody in Reading for me. Jerry in Charlotte joins us. Jerry, welcome to the John Kincaid Show. Good morning. Thank you, Jack. I appreciate that. Listen, I'm a, I'm a daughter dad, too. Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, but, and it didn't and take, it didn't take the Vanderbilt. One of them owns her own business, and yes. the other one uh, is a mother with two great children. See? They both chose their own path, but you, I'm sure you told them they could be whatever they wanted to be in life. You didn't need Vanderbilt sure. to have a female kicker for that revelation sure. to come about you. Well, here's the deal. I went to Wake Forest, and I want to talk about Kendall Hinton. But okay. I went to Wake, and I told both of my daughters if they wanted to go to Wake Forest, I could get them in. 
and uh, they both decide, Dad, if, if we if we can't get in on our own, we're not going to ask you for any help. So I one of them that. went to East Carolina, and one of them went to uh, art institution in Atlanta, and uh, she owns her own she owns her own advertising business. How about that? And uh, that's great. All right, tell but me anyway, about Kendall. Yeah, tell me about. All right. It. All right. Here's the deal on Kendall. He was recruited at Wake Forest as a quarterback, and uh, he played quarterback, or he was on the quarterback list for a couple of years. Uh, then Jamie Newman came along, and he they switched Kendall Hinton to wide receiver. See, there you go. And he was he was a heck of a wide receiver for. Uh, for Jamie Newman. Absolutely. I like that, though. Okay, so hopefully he has some good luck today. I appreciate your call. That's great for that. That's great news for that. Uh, let's get to my three things in the NFL, my picks, so I can get them out of there. It's time for J.K.'s Luscious Locks this NFL Sunday. You know, Luscious Locks, my hair, you know, play on words. My picks have not been exactly luscious, but Anthony, as you mocked me, um, you can mock me for something in a second here, but 37% on the season. Woof! At 11 and 19. But I will tell you that I am apologizing for last week after being off for Betty's funeral. I did not send along my picks like I usually do, so I should be embarrassed that I missed the week. But let me tell you this. I like the Buffalo Bills today, minus four and a half at home versus the Chargers. I will lay those points. I think the Bills are going to lay one on the Chargers decisive like lopsided victory uh i like the rams versus the 49ers six and a half is a little rich for my blood but i'll do it and another game that's a little rich for my blood the dolphins and the jets but i think the jets are that bad and i think that uh the dolphins are going to be able to take care of business decisively so there we go bills minus four and a half rams minus six and a half dolphins minus seven those are my luscious locks here in the jk show CBS Sports Radio. So you get an opportunity to do that. So, uh, I'm 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 shocked at at, at some of the um, at some of the the reaction from people. I get that. look. We we've dealt with this. I never thought that this Sarah Fuller story was going to end up being as big as it's been on today's show, but I'm fine to deal with it. It's again, it's not mocking the Sarah Fuller story. I applaud Sarah and congratulate her on the moment. Make it clear. What I'm mocking is the media members and others that followed suit, that decided by, and I read you some of the tweets earlier in the show from media members. Now I have something. I'm going to show this on a loop to my daughter to show her that anything she wants to accomplish in life, she can do it. And and again, my point you needed Vanderbilt to trot out a female kicker for the light bulb to go off to you as a father? That your daughter can be anything she wants to be in life? Really? If so, and I'll say it again, if so, I think you're pretty bad as a parent. If that's what it took. Because we had to, I'm going to keep this on a loop. Or, or my daughter now has a tangible example that she can be anything she wants to be in the world. Really? Kamala Harris on tap to be our vice president? 
that didn't do it for you as a as a as a girl dad hashtag girl dad that didn't do it for you to be able to give your daughter a lesson to go you can aspire to be anything you want to be that message didn't occur to you it's a it's a great story it's a great story for sarah fuller and it's a great story for anybody who was athletically interested in giving your daughter a message about athletics it's a great message but if you're using that message, that she can be anything she wants to be in the world. If you weren't already delivering that message, that was gross negligence on your part as a father. Gross negligence. And I wonder what took you so long to figure out that your daughter could be whatever she wants to be in the world. Bottom line. All right, let's get to my closing argument quickly. Had your say. Now John has his closing arguments here on the J.K. Show on CBS Sports Radio. We're not on camera. I would tell you that I've got the world's smallest violin out. And I'm playing the tune right now for the Denver Broncos. Oh, the Denver Broncos, they deserve to have their game rescheduled. The Denver Broncos should get the same delay that the uh, Ravens did. The Denver Broncos need this. This is disgraceful. The NFL's making them do this. Nonsense. Absolute nonsense. There is a big difference between ignoring protocols and being ignorant to trying to stop the spread of COVID-19 within your organization and other teams that have had differentiating circumstances. For the Denver Broncos, you put all your quarterbacks in a room and you put them in a room without masks, deal with it. Kendall Hinton, good luck today and do the best that you can. Uh, For all the alarmists, the NFL spent tens of millions of dollars with protocols with testing and otherwise to try to pull off this season and they haven't had to cancel a game yet yes they prepared don't spin a tail thank you very much kevin dexter thank you tony Pierno on twitter follow anthony he loves it when you do next week we may have a very special edition of the john kincaid show you don't want to miss it thanks for being a part of the show don't miss it your nfl sunday goes next da you should be there waiting in the wings here on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.